welcome to the Turkey Hunter Podcast with me, your host, Andy Galliano. In this podcast, I share with turkey hunters just like you how to have more turkeys on your hunting property and how to have more successful turkey hunts. I teach you how to do this with tips and interviews with turkey hunting pros, wildlife management tips, and entertaining turkey hunting stories. Tune in weekly as I share proven and simple strategies to help you have more success this turkey season. Make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe to receive free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews. Also, please visit and like my Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook and search I Am Turkey Hunting. And also feel free to post your turkey hunting photos from this past season and let us know where and when you killed your bird. For all of you Twitter users out there, please follow me on Twitter where my handle is at turkeyhitman and I will be sure to follow you back. And now, for this week's show. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. You are listening to episode number 263, More Shotgun Choke Talk with Mike Ponder. And I am your host and the guy who got to play with his birthday present this past weekend. And I'll share more about that in just a minute. But right now, we are 128 days, 11 hours, 19 minutes, and 23 seconds away from opening day of spring turkey season in Alabama. So I told you guys, what, a couple of weeks ago, I think, that I managed to turn another year older in between episodes. And because I was extra good this year, the birthday fairy brought me an air rifle, not just like a pellet gun, an air rifle. This thing shoots 357 caliber slugs. And this past week, I got it all suited up with rings and a scope. And this past weekend, I took it out and shot it and got it sighted in. And I have to tell you, I am extremely impressed with the way this thing shoots. First of all, there's virtually zero recoil. Secondly, there's very little sound when a shot is fired. And third, and probably most importantly, this thing will drive tacks. I mean, it is crazy how accurate this gun is at a short distance. Now, when you go out longer distances, you know, could very well be the shooter, but that half-inch group at 50 yards loosens up and becomes about a two-inch group at 80 yards, but I am still extremely impressed with this, and I am looking forward to killing a deer with it this year. And of course, I will keep you guys in the loop and let you know when that happens, but I've got a lot more shooting to do with it. All of the reviews I read about the gun said, get out on the range and shoot it often. Shoot it a lot and get to know how the gun performs at different distances. So, It'll be something different and something new to learn, and it'll be a lot of fun trying to kill a deer with it this year. And I've still got about 10 more calendar days before gun deer season opens in Alabama. And you better believe I'll be carrying this air rifle with me until I kill a deer with it. So hey, today I've got a pretty interesting episode. I've got Mike ponder with Indian Creek Shooting Systems back on the show with me again today. And I got Mike on the show because I wanted to share with him my results from shooting his chokes in my two 
turkey shotguns. And you guys are going to hear all about my improved patterns and improved performance with my shotguns with Indian Creek Chokes during the interview. So we're going to go ahead and get into that right now. And I will see you guys on the other side. Hey, everybody. I'm glad to tell you that I've got on the line with me today, Mike Ponder with Indian Creek Shooting Systems. And if you guys remember, for those of you who listen to the show regularly, you know that I had Mike on the show, I think it was around early March of this year. Yeah. And we talked about, obviously, chokes and shotguns <laughs> and the different performances that we can kind of expect and that type of thing. Patterning guns, TSS. We talked about, you know, quite a few of those topics. And sure. I got... Uh, all right, so Mike, I'm telling you and telling the listeners and the listeners who uh -huh. listen to the show regularly, they already know this, but I have my 12-gauge Browning Gold Hunter 3.5-inch chamber shotgun that I've had for 20 or so years, mm -hmm. whom I affectionately have named Black Death. <laughs> and I also, uh, and I'm talking just guns that I hunt turkeys with, I have my 12-gauge Remington 870. I'm sorry, it's not a 12-gauge. It's a 20-gauge Remington 870, and it's a youth model gun that I've put a little bit longer stock on, so I'd have a, a mm -hmm. length of pull that was more accurate for my height and fit me a little sure. bit better. And mm -hmm. so with the widespread use and availability now of TSS, mm -hmm shotgun shells i really wanted to get into shooting that 12 gauge i'm sorry i keep saying 12 gauge i wanted to get more into shooting that 20 gauge kind of a as my mid-season gun just because it's so much lighter than that 12 gauge is and mid-season i find myself walking great distances throughout the course of a day turkey hunting and yep. so you know to go from carrying a gun that's pounds with three to five three and a half inch turkey shells in it to carrying a gun that's six pounds with three to five 20 gauge three inch shells in it is a big difference yeah sure so, it makes a big difference yeah absolutely so that that's kind of what i am working with here and when you and i were were talking when we did the interview actually i think it was right when the interview ended i mm -hmm. spoke to you specifically about my two guns and i told you what one of the issues i was having with my 12 gauge is that with the choke that I had in it at the time, which I was I was shooting Longbeard XRs in the gun, mm -hmm. the choke that I had in there, and we're not going to talk bad about any of your competition. Oh, I no. know you wouldn't, you don't want to, and we wouldn't do it anyway because they're really not bad. It's just a matter of what shoots better with which shell and which gun. Right. Mm -hmm. So, but with the choke that I had in there, those TSS shells were shooting. Well, let me let me tell you how high their shooting is, and you can hear I've got my patterns in front of me. <laughs> it was shooting. About eight inches high and about six inches to the right. And, you and know, that's... You did I Go think ahead. you did say you had the gun sighted in already for the Winchester shell. That's right? correct. 
Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I had it sighted in, and I do have adjustable sights on that gun, but it was sighted mm-hmm. in for the Winchester Longbeard XRs. And what I didn't want to do was adjust the sight on that gun and have it to where it was shooting only TSS and only Apex TSS shells exactly where I was aiming, and that be the only shell that it was shooting at my line of sight or my point of aim, I should say. Because, (laughs) you know, like, I think what you're alluding to, if, say, you run out of them shells, you wouldn't have to go and recite the gun, and you could trust that it was still on. That's exactly right, and Mm -hmm. I know me well enough to say that I'm going to run out of shells. Hey, it happens to me, too. I mean, well, I like to shoot. (laughs) (laughs) I like to shoot a lot, so I'm just going to leave it at that. But, yeah, that's it exactly. And, you know, to to run out of TSS shells and have to spend a day at the range burning four or five Longbeard XR shells to get my gun to where the point of aim is or that is hitting it at my point of aim mm-hmm. is not fun shooting at paper those three no. and a half inch shotgun shells and you know it takes time and money sure so sure. what I wanted to do was see if I could get a choke in that gun that would have the same point of impact in shooting TSS shells and the Longbeard XR shells and mm-hmm. so I got one of the Indian Creek chokes from you and put that in my gun and sighted it in. And not only did it correct the shooting high and shooting right, but it drastically improved the density of my pattern. And so... Well, that, <laughs> that's I got, great. I mean... Yeah, yeah. I, I got uh, great results out of that. I guess just, I guess, fill me in on... What exact shell did you get? Apex number nines or eights or? Yeah, great well, question. Yeah, so I was I'm shooting apex number nines, and I'm actually shooting three inch okay. shells in my twelve gauge, mm-hmm. just because of the sheer number of pellets that are in there. You know, it's still more pellets than a number six Longbeard XR three and a half inch. So absolutely. I think I'm right on saying this that there's like 320 some number 9 pellets in TSS per ounce. So, you know, with that probably being a 2 ounce load, you're what would that you're up in 650 pellets in in a 3 inch shell, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it really is. So um, but just getting back to the fact that it did um, increase your pattern density, and then it you you were shooting, or the point of aim and point of impact were the same on both shells. It, it's that is great. I mean, you couldn't ask for anything better. I mean, that doesn't always happen. I, I wish I could say that was going to happen with every one of our chokes but you should in my opinion probably be able to find a shell or you know a a couple different shells that will be so close that it wouldn't you wouldn't need to adjust maybe it's not because you you have that 
10 to 12 inch kind of leeway on your pattern. Of course, you know, you want it to be dead center, but it, you know, you were talking about just running out of one of the shells and, and wanting to keep hunting maybe that next day or something. Mm-hmm. Um, you would be easily be able to do that. So Absolutely. Yeah. So with my old choke, I had, uh, of course, you know, again, shooting high and right. So I had to find my best estimate of the center of the pattern. But mm-hmm. from there, I drew a 12-inch circle instead of a 10-inch circle. But I drew a 12-inch circle, and there were 301 pellets of that 3-inch number 9 TSS in that 12-inch okay. circle at 40 yards. With your choke in the in the 12 inch circle shooting the same apex 3 inch number 9 TSS there were 460 pellets oh wow so That's... we're talking a 50% improvement in a mm-hmm. at 40 yards in the density of the pattern and to me that's mind blowing it it really is i'm i'm actually kind of surprised on that because just just because i mean most of these aftermarket chokes out there are really good i mean you know there's i mean there might be some that you know just do do not perform but mm-hmm. for the most part they you know they are very well made and do you know are tested and everything but you know like with ours it's it's nice that well let's just step back a little bit and maybe inform everybody of of what size do you remember what constriction the choke was i do not off the top of my head so if you well normally with that with your browning 12 gauge that would be a 665 choke and we do offered in a 675 and i'm not i'm not exactly sure what i sent you that time but a lot of times 65 okay and that's the good part about that choke too because you can shoot winchester longbeard you can shoot the tss any of the heavy shot stuff i mean it it all it it shoots all them shells very well now i can tell you if you go out and shoot each one of them you will find one that works better than the rest mm-hmm. you know there's just no one of them will outshine the other one and you got to me you got to figure in everything as far as you know the availability of them price you know uh, the tss it, it's just expensive Mm-hmm. but to me, how it performs, I'll keep shooting it because it's worth the price. <laughs> it is, yeah. I mean, um, that's something I have said quite a few times is that the cost of a shotgun shell is not our most expensive thing in getting well, out into the woods and trying to harvest a turkey. Especially if you travel at all to go, you know, if you hunt a different state or something where you're, I mean, you got probably two to three hundred dollars in tags and travel Mm -hmm. to get there and your stay and you know if you're paying 
you know, a trespassing fee or if you're paying somebody to take you. I mean, you can just see how quick that can add up. And if this one $10 shell will almost guarantee you a kill out to, you know, I'm going to say 70 yards, you know, depending on what you're doing. I'm gonna I'm gonna spend that ten dollars all day long. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. No question. Yeah. Well I you know, really kind of and I and I knew from experience that you could take the same shotgun shell, shoot it through the same gun with different chokes in it, and you're going to have different points of impact. And yes. it also goes to say that you can take the same gun and the same choke and shoot different shells and you're going to have different points of impact yes definitely yeah i was kind of surprised that and and i'm not doubting your product so don't get me wrong (laughs) but i was i was kind of surprised that it corrected i mean completely corrected the issue of shooting those shells Mm -hmm. that much high and that much right to where it's you know the center of the pattern is pretty well at my point of aim and it's not just for those TSS shells, but it shoots the Longbeard XR in mm-hmm. the exact same spot. It, I mean, yeah, is that, like I said, that unusual? I'm going <laughs> to probably not really answer that in the best way, and I'm going to say yes and no. I mean, I think it always, again, should be, you should be able to find a couple different shells that, again, may not be just totally dead-on perfect, but, you know, with a shotgun, if, if you're just maybe a one inch high and one inch to the left, that isn't, that isn't a major factor, in my right. opinion. Right. Now, with it being like yours, eight inches high and six inch, I mean, there, that's so far off that maybe at a close range, you're going to completely miss the bird. Yeah. So, no, I mean, it, I'm glad that it, it solved your problem and it i thought it probably should just again finding the right setup it can take a little time but you just find out so much by doing the homework before you go out and just you know shooting your gun trying different shells and i think i said this when i when we had talked before andy but I know it can get expensive, but get a couple buddies together and each of you buy a different box of shells and then, you know, trade off, Right. you know, that can, that can help. And uh, it's just fun shooting with other people too, you know, <laughs> It is. Yeah, you're right. now on your 20 gauge, did you shoot TSS out of that also? I did. And so let me put these. 12 gauge targets aside and tell you a little bit about that 20 gauge so when i got the 20 gauge i bought three different chokes and none of those three were indian creek so all three were your competitors and Mm -hmm. the best shooting choke out of the three that i bought was the least expensive one and Hmm. it was not the other two chokes were extended chokes. So this was a flush mount choke. And it, I mean, drastically outshot 
the other two chokes with TSS. So again, three inch, 20 gauge, number nine, apex shells. Mm-hmm. And I was very confident with the gun in, mm-hmm. and I, I liked the pattern, but I felt like I could get a little bit better out of it than right. what I was getting. And that's the reason I felt that way is just strictly because of listening to other people who had shot the same gun and the same shell in it. Mm-hmm. So I was getting 285 pellets in a 12-inch circle at 40 yards with that number nine 3-inch TSS with my old choke. I mm-hmm. put the Indian Creek choke in there and went from 285 to 326 in a 12-inch circle. So I was, I'm getting roughly 40 some odd more pellets and I think I said 10 inch circle but 12 inch circle roughly 40 some odd pellets in a 12 inch circle more roughly somewhere around 15 percent better exactly yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so that's that's pretty good I mean yeah I I mean that's shooting very well I'm again I just to go over some constrictions and stuff out of the 20 gauge because I think uh, I mean, we've seen a big increase in sales of 20-gauge stuff just, I think, because of the TSS. You alluded to, you know, the lighter gun and carrying it in mid-season more because you're walking more and stuff. I mean, I know some guys that have that exact gun you're talking about, the youth model Remington, and they literally just slip it in their, like, backpack and they don't even, you know, shoulder it or carry it. They just, I mean, it's small enough to put in them in in oh, their yeah. backpack or, or whatever you, you know, vet, turkey vest or whatever you want to call it. So, yeah, if you're doing a lot of walking around, I mean, that's a big thing. To, but on, you know, our standard constriction is the 555, mm-hmm. which shoots the TSS extremely well some some people are depending on who's shooting it think that you know maybe up close it might be a little bit too tight so we we do make different sizes and you you may not always see that just if you pick up a hunting you know catalog or something and and just check what they have but we do have it like in a 562 or a 570, and there's not a drastic change of amount of pellets and stuff, but it might just open that pattern up just a little bit more. People feel they have a, maybe a little bit more leeway, mm-hmm. but still, I mean, and I hate to say yardage, you know, how far can you shoot a 20 gauge and kill a turkey? I mean, I've seen on video, I mean, uh, a buddy of mine, you know, killed one at right at 70 yards. And it, it wasn't like flopping around and getting away or almost running off. I mean, it, it killed it. Yeah. Now, that, I, you know, again, I hate to say yardages because every gun and setup's different. But yeah. uh, this TSS is a total different ball game if you're not or if you're used to just 
regular lead or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've even on Facebook seen some people say, well, you know, I don't shoot TSS because I'm not going to shoot at a turkey past 40 yards. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I reply to them and say, that's great, but you really should try TSS because even though you're not going to shoot at a turkey at 50, 60, 70 yards, you still want to have the best product going downrange that you can have, Mm -hmm. and you want to kill that animal as effectively and efficiently as you can. And quickly as you can, yeah. Yeah, and I'm, uh, from experience, and shooting the TSS over the past couple of years, when you hit one, there's no flop. It's it's a game changer, isn't it? I mean, it's... It's it's unbelievable the difference, and the thing about not shooting one over forty yards is is great. I'm I'm not that disciplined. <laughs> I'm I guess a little more angry at them, and not saying I'm I don't want to act like I'm just out there shooting at the craziest shots in the right. world. I don't yeah. do that, you know. No, I want to you know always take a shot that I know I'm going to kill them at, but in different scenarios and different places that I hunt at the time of the shot and depends on what all happened at the time. And, you know, you just get excited and stuff and you think he's at 40. So you shoot and, you know, you know, say, you know, you kill him and you go out there and, all of a sudden you're like, oh my, this isn't 40 yards. You know, I just stepped off like 51 steps to it. And you just misjudged the yardage by 10 or 11 yards. And now that's a big factor. If, If your gun's only capable of shooting 40, but you misjudged it, now you got a wounded bird. That, that's where I kind of say it's, but I'm with you. I mean, I, I don't know. To me, it, it is expensive. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, I've been bow hunting here lately a lot. And, well, I had a, I use a crossbow sometimes or, you know, regular compound. But mm-hmm. I had to go get some more bolts and bought a pack of six bolts for my crossbow. I put some lighted knocks on it and... I bought a pack of broadheads. That bill was a hundred and thirteen dollars. Yeah. So I'm not. You don't ruin a bolt or. Well, I guess what I'm saying is, I, I mean, I had. I'm, every time I shoot at a deer with a bow, I you know I got thirty, maybe forty dollars in each shot, mm-hmm. and don't think anything of it. <laughs> yeah. You know, but. To then spend ten dollars on a shell, you know, people go crazy, and I'm like, no, not when it, not when it does what it does. It's... Right, totally. Well, you know, I wanted to call and chat with you about this because I would imagine you, you know, when you go to these shows or you sell someone a choke off the internet or something like that, you probably don't hear from nine out of ten of them. No. Usually not, which is... You don't hear back from them. (laughs) I was going to say, which is a good thing, usually. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. But, you know, I I know that you 
know your product because you had really zero hesitation in knowing what constriction to recommend for the guns that I am shooting and Mm -hmm. knowing exactly what to send me. And so I know you know the product and I know you know the performance of it, but I just wanted to, to, you know, really get you on and give you my personal story and let you know how just thoroughly impressed I am with, with the Indian Creek choke. And yeah, that, uh, there are quite a few of them out there that are good, but I'm, I'm blown away by it. Well, I appreciate that, too. I mean, who don't want to hear good news about a product that, I mean, we really, you know, pour our heart and soul into into doing these and making these. And, uh, yeah. uh, you, I mean, you can tell, even if you're not in the business of making something like this or you know, you're not a machinist i mean you can still see that it's very well made i mean we use the top quality stainless it's 17 4 stainless steel it's the best that you can start with and um you know we yeah, they're not made overseas they're made right here in frona missouri we make everyone right here at our shop and mm-hmm. we you know, knowing the product comes from basically, you know, Andy, it's from people like you that call me back and and tell me results and stuff because I cannot go out and shoot every scenario. I mean, we do do a lot of shooting, but, and it, we still, for the most part, me and my partner here at the business, Stuart, we answer, you know, 99% of the calls and, and listen and tell people. And the feedback, you know, we get from other people and what we do on our own, you know, it just helps to know the product and know what shells do best in this scenario. And But, yeah, I'm, thank you very much for <laughs> for the good report on that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, absolutely. So, uh, like I said, wanted to get you on and, and talk about all that. But since I've got you on the line mm-hmm. and I don't know how much time you have left, we're, we're probably 40 or so minutes into the into the call. But do you have anything new that's out since we talked last? Any new products or anything that you want to talk about? Yeah, we do. We are not completely done with all the models, but we do have some of the 410 chokes done. So that's something new to our line, of course. You know, starting at the time, we got 10 gauge, and we got 12 and 20 and some 28 gauge. So now we're offering the 410, which, again, is, is mostly driven by the TSS coming about. So it's uh, for the most part an easily a 40 yard gun wow they're shooting extremely well you know again it is going to depend on on the gun barrel length and choke just different things but i mean we're seeing 200 plus pits in a 10 inch circle at 40 yards with these four tens wow. and uh, that's using now 
there's different options out there as far as the, you know what T, TSS shells you I'll just comment on on the Apex one is they have nine and a half shot mostly in their 410. So that's kind of what the ones we were testing. Okay. We still make a full line of waterfowl and predator chokes. So I think a lot of people just think turkey when they think of Indian Creek, but, you know, it's waterfowl season right now, and we have a full line of that. But our newest thing right now is is the 410 stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really impressive to put 200 pellets in a 10-inch circle at 40 yards with a 410 is, uh, yeah. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah, so, I mean, it's a game changer. It is, and now I'm going to have to go buy a 410, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me say it this way. I'm going to have to buy a 410 that's outfitted for turkeys. There you go. So, yeah. yeah, I've got yeah. a couple of 410s, but uh, I don't think I want to shoot a snake charmer at at a turkey uh, so. yeah they uh, you know some of the older 410s of course have fixed barrels so mm-hmm. yeah there's there's quite a few companies you know because of the the sales of these 410s they're they're coming out with you know some different makes and models so you know it's something that interests you, you go out and look them um, and they're some of the the break open single barrel 410s i mean i've seen them as low as like 170 180 dollars so you don't have to stick a fortune you know in a gun like that so yeah they are very reasonable Mm -hmm. that's for sure so good deal well mike again thank you for coming on and taking some time out of your day to chat with me let me share mm-hmm. you, share this success story or really success <laughs> stories because it's a 20 gauge and 12 gauge success story so i appreciate your time and letting me do that and talk to you and appreciate you sharing your knowledge and information with all of us i think that yeah. there's still a lot that we can glean from someone who's in the profession that you're in and who has shot as much as you've shot and know how these guns perform with these different shells and different chokes and different constrictions and so on and so forth. So you're a wealth of information, and I appreciate you sharing some of that with us tonight. Yeah, thank you very much for letting me come on. And Yeah, you know, if anyone needs to get a hold of us, you can reach me here at 573-824-5555. Also, you can look us up on the web, you know, that's IndianCreekSS.com. But, yeah, if anybody needs anything or just wants to have, you know, go over some questions about, you know, different shells or chokes or anything, yeah, I'm always, you know, always available. So. Great. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing that with us because that's what I was just about to ask you is how, how we oh. can get in touch with you. So, great. Okay. So, have you filled your fall turkey tag yet? Yes. Here in, well, I'm from southeast Missouri. So, Missouri season is the whole month of October. Mm-hmm. So, uh, one of the first, it was in the first week, I finally got a chance to go. And in Missouri, normally in the spring, you cannot shoot 
two birds in one day. Matter of fact, that first week, you can only shoot one. But in the fall, you can. If you have the opportunity, you can fill both your, you get two tags, and you can you can shoot a hen or a gobbler, you know, or it, it doesn't matter. You can shoot mm-hmm. any of them. So, but I had the opportunity to go, and, and uh, I wasn't out there very long, and, and seen two of them, and set up on them and I had to move a little bit one time but I was able to uh, actually get both of them in one shot <laughs> nice so yeah the now there I was shooting I was shooting a browning maxis but I was shooting the apex three and a half inch number eight and not for really any particular reason other than when I went to get some shells there was really no nines available all they had were eights Mm -hmm. and being me in the industry (laughs) i just like to try different things so they shot very well and uh, that's what i really used quite a bit this spring also i usually take a 20 gauge but i did shoot the 12 gauge some this spring too but yeah Mm -hmm. i did I always go fall hunting. Uh, I love it that time of year. Plus, it gives me some time to walk around and and kind of scout for where I'm deer hunting. Also, <laughs> right. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good. Well, congratulations on filling those tags. That's awesome. So you have your Thanksgiving turkey already. Yeah, and I, I actually also got one with my bow. So yeah, <laughs> I did did very well. Yes, you did. Yeah, well, fantastic. Well, I wish you much luck the rest of deer season. I hope that you're able to shoot a big one. And if you do, I'd love to see a picture of it. Yeah, absolutely. And and we're just a couple of blinks away from Nashville in February. I know. I'm looking forward to seeing you there, too. And I guess just to maybe let everybody know that it does start down there this year on a Thursday and goes to Saturday. It does not start on on Friday and go to Sunday. So that's new this year, and just kind of maybe make everybody aware of that if you're attending the NWTF convention. Yes, so, that's a very good point. So all yeah. of you listeners in Nashville who come for Sunday just for the day, you're going to be in for a surprise if you come yeah. Sunday this year. So. Yeah, I think they're really, you know, if you look any any of that up, you know, they they have that very like bold, <laughs> you know, say right. hey, you know, so definitely great. But well, yeah, hope to see you down there, Andy. Yes, I will be there, and I will be sure to stop by the booth and say hello. All right. Good deal. Thank you again so much. I really appreciate you, and I do look forward to seeing you in February. Yeah, thank you very much. Have a great evening. You too. Mm, Bye. Goodbye. All right, I hope you enjoyed the call with Mike. He's a super nice guy and is extremely knowledgeable. And I think I mentioned this during the call, but when I told him about the problem I was having with my 12-gauge with the TSS shells and the choke that I was using at the time, he really didn't even hesitate to make a recommendation to me and he felt very confident that his choke would fix my problem and it did and because of that 
I was able to shoot TSS in Black Death this past spring, and it absolutely stones the turkeys. And I have no issue recommending an Indian Creek choke with TSS rounds in whatever gun you guys are shooting. But if you're shooting a Browning Gold Hunter 3.5 inch or a Remington 870 pump 20 gauge, I highly recommend the Indian Creek choke. Now, before I cut you loose this week, if you would do me a favor, I would appreciate it. If you would, please go to the I Am Turkey Hunting Facebook fan page and share the post for this week's show on your timeline. If you would do that for me, that would be a huge help and I would be very appreciative. It's just that easy. And now's the time when I say thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. I know that you have choices. I appreciate you spending your time with us. I hope you have a wonderful week and I look forward to seeing you again next week. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Turkey Hunter podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please go on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. And make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe for free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews to help you have a more successful turkey season. And stay tuned for upcoming episodes on hunting afternoon birds, how to film your hunt, and the breeding cycle of hens, as well as some guest interviews. Thanks again for listening. We know your time is valuable, and we appreciate you sharing some of it with us. See you next week.